Hey everybody! Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So welcome back. Welcome, 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 welcome. I am your host, Sunny, and we're back with another sex talk. So let's just jump right into it, okay? It is Sunday, December 5th, 2021. Okay, of course I'm recording this before it drops. So it's not 6 p.m., but it's 6 p.m. by the time you guys are able to hear this, right? So let's get into it. I'm Sunny. I'm your host. I've been your host. If you're listening to this podcast, I've been the host of the Sex Talk podcast. We've been doing this stuff, this, okay? I'm 29 years old. My pronouns are she, her. My orientation is queer, okay? My ethnicity. Uh, how I identify my race and all that good shit is black and African-American. I'm a nigga. Okay. Um, my relation to my relationship to this topic. Okay. Is building healthier, stable, long-term relationships and learning how to be in relationship and learning different capacities of relationship. Okay. So if you've been rocking with me for like a year and some change, you should know that our first episode is about relationship. We were doing things differently um, a while ago when I recorded that episode. So there's different elements of this podcast that has been put on hold and not a part of what we're doing right now. So the sound quality is different. What I produced was different and everything like that. But we're, that's, what it, we're, that's what it's all about is growing, changing, transforming. You know what I'm saying? Those aren't bad things. Just surrendering to the process. Okay? So I just wanted to let you know who I am. Welcome, 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 welcome back. There's space for you here, and I want you to know that, okay? Boom. Um, So I like to uh, acknowledge those things, whether this is your first podcast that you're listening to, or your fifth podcast, or whatever. In a second, I'm going to tell you what number podcast this one is, but um, I believe that these intersections of identity are important to building these conversations because identity impacts the, the lens that we view life through. So that's why I introduced myself. I wanted to be intentional about introducing myself in a particular way in this episode, whether you know me or not as your host. If you don't know, now you know, nigga. Okay. Um, so today's topic is relationship part two. Now, in, re- in, the, in our first relationship conversation, I talked about how these conversations can be revisited at any time. We could do relationship part two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay? I do not think that everything that I say is fact. I do not think that everything that I say is law. This is a conversation. There is fluidity to it. Things can change, transform. I don't know the lens you're listening through. Um, to consume this content. You know what I'm saying? So your perception of relationship could be very different and you could probably know different things than I do. Okay? I've said it plenty of times on here before. If you ever meet somebody that says they know everything about something or everything about everything, run. Run away. I'm going to let you know right now, I don't know everything about everything. And and that's okay. Because knowledge will make you insane. The insanity of knowledge is a real thing. But anyway, welcome back to our 35th episode. Wow. Okay. 35th episode on record. I just want to add that. I think that 
Uh, well, if I'm not mistaken, I've been doing this for a while. So um, there's a few episodes that I wanted to remove. There's a few episodes that I did where I'm like, this needs improvement and blah, blah, blah. So to your knowledge, depending on your entry point to the sex talk, whether you were in the in the pilot stages, the beginning stages, or the streaming stages, there's a few episodes that didn't make it. And that's okay. I just want to let you know, like, if you're a dreamer, if you have a dream to do a thing, be okay with it transforming. Be okay with surrendering to the process. Let it develop and be what you want it to be and do not judge yourself, okay? Don't do that because you add on to the list of people who will judge you because there's a ton of people in this world who will judge you. Don't add on to that list, okay? Be kind to yourself. Boom! So I want to say welcome back to all everybody who's listening. We're 100% streaming at the time until things change. Um, And be sure to share uh, this episode. Have a listening party, okay? I welcome that. If you you want to get together and be like, hey, the sex talk is on Sunday and they're talking about X, Y, Z. Let's get together and let's listen to this together and then let's debrief it together. Let's talk about it together. You know what I'm saying? Let's process together. Let's have a listening party, sex talk listening party. That would be so dope. Um, And let me know how that goes. Drop comments on our social media. Email us and share these episodes with your friends. Like I said, start the conversation. I can't have this conversation without you. My teammates can't have this conversation without you. I I mean, I'll literally sit here and talk to myself because I do that all the time. I've been doing that all my life. But that would not not be productive because I want to learn. All right. Okay, had to wet my whistle a little bit. Ick. Mm. I'd rather drink this one. Woo. <laughs> what a privilege to be picky about what type of water I want to drink. Ugh, I just felt like a bitch doing that, but that water tasted gross. But anyway. Uh, real quick before we get into the conversation, how do you how can you support the sex talk? I thank you for asking. You can follow our social media, engage with our posts, and share our content. Also, feel free to donate, okay, via Cash App or Venmo at TSTTV143. Again, that's TSTTV143. That stands for the sex talk TV television, okay. Um, it was TV back in the day when we, sh- you know, did videos and stuff like that. But we don't do that right now. But that's still the Cash App and Vimo. And if you don't have Cash App and Vimo and you want to uh, donate in a different way, reach out to us. Email me. Um, send us a DM. We'll figure it out. Okay. So, boom. Uh, I think a great way to consume this conversation is to check in with yourself and think about who, what, when, where, and why. Who am I? What are we talking about? When are we talking about it? Where are we talking about it? Why are we talking about it? And that, um, well, I'll just answer those questions for myself real quick. So who, who, me, cisgender woman, trying to figure out how to, how to have stable relationships and learn and unlearn things. What? We're talking about relationships. When? In 2021, in the 20th century, relationships have developed, transformed, and changed in a lot of ways since you know, humans were created where I'm in the United States and within those United States, I am in Minnesota and within Minnesota, I am in the twin cities and within the twin cities, I'm in Minneapolis. Okay. A lot of layers to that. 
a lot of different politics, a lot of different ways people do things. You know what I'm saying? Twin Cities alone is like a melting pot inside of this giant melting pot, inside of this entire world, you know, and we do things very differently. Um, and so I want to be mindful of those things. Like, that's why I say what I say isn't law. I don't believe that the way we do relationships over here is, you know what I'm saying? We still trying to figure it out. We one of the youngest countries. Okay. So we still trying to, we growing up. And then as a black person, I was just talking about this with my TT the other day. I was like, yo, niggas are only like 500 years old compared to other ethnicities and races of people who are 43. I I looked it up the other day. Europeans are 43,000 years old. They have lineage. They have history. They do all these things. You know what I'm saying? Like we're still developing our culture. And given the fact that we've only been free, black people have been free for a hundred plus years. Okay. It's not a lot of time. That's not a lot of time compared to 43,000 years. Okay. So if you, if you were nigga listening to this, I just want you to think about that. And if you're not a nigga and you're listening to this, I want you to fucking think about that. Okay. <laughs> oh shit. So like I said, uh, um, and then where, yeah. And why I'm just trying to be a healthier person. And I'm trying to spread health and boundaries and wealth through my voice, through my vessel, through my being, who I am. I'm just trying to use my influence and my platform uh, as big or small to do great things, okay? Great good. Great for the greater good. Great for the greater good. Great for the better good. Okay, so boom. Let's define relationships. So the, the definition, the word relationship is a noun. Which, uh, if I if I remember correctly from what I learned in school, is a noun is a wait no 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 a noun is a person place or thing and a verb is an action. So noun, yeah. So the the definition of um, relationship is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected. And similar words to relationship are connection, relation, uh, association, link, correlation correspondence, parallel, tie-in, tie-up, alliance, bond, interrelation, interconnection, interdependence of, okay? And then another definition of relationship is the state of being connected by blood or marriage. Example, they can trace their relationship to a common ancestor. Boom. I think ancestry is something that black people are still figuring out because our people were bought and sold and traded and da 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 so it's like as a black person it's like my ancestors on paper might not be correct because hmm damn my lineage probably would most I mean I'm a I'm a regular ass nigga you know what I'm saying I'm a regular ass black black person um, and I'm more than certain that quote unquote my ancestor on paper would be a white person who bought my lineage of people than to create me and blah, 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 blah. Damn, that's deep. So, woo, I saw this quote by James Baldwin that says, to be African is to be black with knowledge of history. And to be black is, uh, and to be black is to be, and to be black is to be black without knowledge of history. Or lineage. Okay, I'm not about to exploit this brother like that. I'm about to look it up. Baldwin. 
Oh, here we go. Oh, I love computers. Shout out to computers. Oh, well, this is one of the quotes. It says, to be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be enraged almost all of the time. I can definitely relate. Um, and let me see. I really want to get this quote. so good it was such a good quote it made sense and it just it was so good okay Okay, I'm going to find it and I'll post it later. But yeah, that was not it verbatim. But it was basically, it was either James Baldwin or maybe it was somebody else. But it was just talking about the difference between being African and black. And Africans having that lineage and black people not having that um, knowledge of lineage and things like that. So damn, I didn't mean to take it that deep, but that's where it went. And fuck it, like we just went there. So boom. <laughs> And then similar words for that uh, uh, definition are family ties, family connections, deep rela- uh, blood relationships, blood ties, kinship, affinity, common es- ancestry, common lineage, connection. Um, and then I have this queued up because I d- cannot pronounce this correctly. Propinquity. 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 Um, And then another definition of relationship is the way in which two or more people or groups regard and behave toward each other. For example, the landlord and tenant relationship. And then another, the fourth example, the fourth definition is an emotional and sexual association between two people. Example, she has a daughter from a previous relationship. Similar words, uh, romance, love affair, affair, affair of the heart, love, amorous, entanglement, Flirtation liaison. Okay. Ooh. Boom. So, what do you think about that? What do you think? You know, we just jumped right in, which is like, <laughs> why wait? We up in these beats. But we jumped right in. I gave you the definitions. Y'all know how we get down if you've been rocking with me for a little while. But what do you think about that? What do you think about all the different similarities and connections to lineage and everything that I laid out as far as different language and words and all that good stuff. Like, what do you guys think about that in relationship to relationship? Just the definition. That's the definition alone. I didn't even get into types of relationships, right? And so in our first conversation, I talked about, um, um, where is it? Nope, that's not it. I'm just going to go, I pulled up both the notes, which is super duper dope. Something I really love about the process of these things is the fact that um, I get to see my own growth. Okay. So I think it's so, uh, I think it's so fun. I personally think growth is fun. You know, I've been met with a ton of resistance 
from other people who are like, why don't you just fucking take it easy? Life is not that deep. And this, that, or third, I promise you, you know what I'm saying? Those are those type of compliments. I mean, comp, well, shit. those type of comments have given me complexes in the past, making me think that I was fucking crazy for wanting more out of life or wanting more from myself. You know what I'm saying? I used to internalize those things, but I had to learn that me wanting more and wanting to dig deeper um, was really, you know, oops, was really, uh, you know, a reflection of who I am as a person and, um, a, a reflection of who I am as a person, what I'm attracted to, what I'm interested in. And those people weren't my people, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to throw them away and think, you know, and say that they're wrong for not wanting more or, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes people, uh, sometimes people get stuck in a pattern of thinking because they weren't necessarily introduced to a different type of freedom or, you know, uh, a way of thinking or education, you know what I'm saying? And also in order, in order to be, uh, in order to learn, in order to be a student, you have to be willing to receive information, you know? So that makes me think about all the people in my life who has ever been maybe stuck in the same cycle year after year after year or doing the same thing, wanting the same result. I mean, doing the same thing, wanting a different result, which is, um, the textbook definition of insanity and things like that. Am I insane in a lot of ways? Totally. Totally. Trying to break those cycles. Some I might not ever break until I'm um, dead. You know, like until I die. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I can't be insane anymore. But anyway, to double back to the fucking growth. So uh, growth for me in our first relationship conversation, I'm not going to give away too much because I want you guys to go listen to it if you want to. But I talked about... um, before I get into the seven types of relationships that I discovered uh, recently, um, last conversation I talked about familial relationships, communal relationships, platonic relationships, sensual and romantic relationships, and sexual romantic relationships. Also, back then when I created this conversation and wrote those notes, I was still pretty religious in my ideology. Um, My theological ways of thinking were pretty religious, and I still referred to my sexual discipline as celibacy, which uh, we talked about in this past summer um, in our sexual discipline conversation. I talked about how that transformed, the language transformed for me, my theology changed, the way I believe changed. And my faith changed. A lot of things changed. So that's why if you're under the sound of my voice and you're listening to anything I got to fucking say, give yourself a chance to transform. Give yourself a chance to change. Give yourself a chance to learn. Be willing to receive. Be willing to uh, be wrong. Be willing to be wrong. Be willing to say, okay, I don't know. Let's figure it out. Be willing to, you know, think differently about things. It's okay. So these notes are very different from a year or so ago. I think it was about a year ago, a year and some months ago that I actually did the relationship conversation on on the streaming services. It says I uploaded in December, but I think I did that conversation uh, last October or November. And guess what? I was wearing a bun in that conversation. And guess what I'm wearing right now? in my hair a bun (laughs) it's crazy how life repeats itself you know so boom 
So recently I was uh, looking at some other shit and some um, something popped up in my research. And I was like, let me screenshot this because I definitely want to revisit this because I thought it was really interesting. So there's seven. So we talked about so we talked about um, so we talked about familial, communal, platonic, sensual, romantic, sexual, romantic. Excuse me, which when I went back and re-listened to that episode because I did there was a lot of things I would have did differently. There was a lot of things I would have said differently, which is good um, because I know different things. I know more things now. I've learned a lot of things um, since then, you know, and I said that there's five elements of relationship and um, and really what's five plus seven, let me count, 12. So fifth, oh, <laughs> I wanted to say 15 so bad, even though I counted, I still said 15. So now I would say there's 12 elements of relationship. It just gets bigger and bigger, right? So at first I said five and then I found seven more, right? Seven, seven more um, elements, which are um, elements of relationship, right? So it's like, it says here, infatuation, friendship, empty love, romantic love, Oh, and then this one, I, I looked this one up because I want to say the word right. Fatuous. Fatuous love. Okay. So there's fatuous love, compassionate. Uh, no, no, no. Companion. Wait. Companion love. And I looked this one up too. Here it is. Consummate. Consummate love. Okay. So infatuation is passion only friendship is intimacy only empty love is commitment only romantic love is passion plus intimacy fatuous love is passion plus commitment wait let me say it again wait companion love is intimacy plus commitment and boom Consummate. Consummate love <laughs> is passion, intimacy, and commitment. So what do you think about that? I've heard of infatuation. I've heard of romantic love. I've heard of companionship and all these different things but this is why I love doing research this is why I love having conversation this is why I love talking to different people about different things from different places because you you can put you you know you can give words to feelings you can give words to different meanings for you it might not mean the same for you you know like in the last conversation I had talked about how like uh, you know, sometimes people are in relationship with people and they don't know each other's love language. And it's not that you guys aren't combative, compatible, compatible. It might be that you guys aren't listening to each other or you don't have the language to understand that there are different love languages, the ways that people give and receive and retain information and love and things like that. Um, and so for me, for example, there's definitely been times where I'm like infatuated with a person, the idea of a person, and it's very passionate. Do I want to be in a long-term relationship with this person? Do I want to have sex with this person? Is this is this desire um, do I just want attention from this person? Okay. Okay. Cause that's a thing. Do you have, do you have an attention kink? 
Um, do I just want attention from this person? If I develop this thing with this person, you know, like maybe they won't fulfill me holistically because I'm just infatuated with the idea of them or whatever. And it's passion only. Um, or fan- friendship. Intimacy is not just about sex and being sensual with a person or being naked with a person. Intimacy, I have a lot of intimate friendships. My friendships, um, I would definitely say me then and me now um, from our first conversation is very different. I had to do a lot of factory resetting. I had to throw some shit away. I had to get some new software. I had to download some different apps up in my brain. You know what I'm saying? But the relationships I have in my life now solid they're good took a lot of work we 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 in it if you in my life now i want you to know i love you and i really fuck with you you know what i'm saying like we 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 did the work to be here you know what i'm saying and i'm 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 going we going you know i just got off the phone with a friend and we just had to turn each other up real quick because i was like i need you to know that you're it it's you you know what i'm saying like getting your fucking back don't let these motherfuckers distract you that's not it the price is going up after December 31st, okay? And then they filled my cup back up too, and it was very reciprocal. And I'm like, thank you. I really appreciate that. I needed to hear that, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of negativity that surrounds us, you know what I'm saying? Negativity outweighs positivity. So we have to we have to really search for the good, you know what I'm saying? So it's really important to me that I have very intimate and solid uh, stable relationships with my friends because when I have those dark days or those hard times, it can get really hard and dark. Like I said, <laughs> it can get really hard and dark. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and let's talk about this, right? Sometimes I have friendships with people where I'm like, man, you're just so dope that like you're, it that makes you so sexy. Like you're, you're, you're my friend, but you're so fucking sexy in the way that you do X, Y, and Z and blah, blah, blah. Do I want to be in a relationship with you, a romantic relationship with you, a long-term relationship with you? Do I want to have sex with you? No. Do I want to flirt with you? Cool. Yes, let's do that. But that is my friend. And maybe that's the way that we uplift each other. These words in this language really helps us to identify these things connect these emotions to these words and be able to express them verbally and make sense of them and establish these boundaries with the people in our life and especially you know like to the people in my life who have uh who who are in relationships with we're just friends but we might flirt sometimes and the flirtatious energy that is just friendly we understand that boundary you know what I'm saying? Um, I was just having a conversation with somebody, I think it was yesterday, about uh, being flirtatious. I think it's very, being flirtatious with other people can be very dangerous if you cannot establish those boundaries with those people. You know what I'm saying? And you got to be mindful of if you are in a relationship or if you are with other people in a certain type of way and you're flirting with people um, in front of those folks, um, be willing to deal with those fifis have those conversations, be transparent, establish those boundaries. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a pretty transparent person personally. And, um, just recently, like, uh, I had, 
uh, I was involved with a young lady and we had a conversation about flirting and I asked her like, how do you feel about, you know, like I, I flirt with my friends. I dance with my friends when I go out, you know, sometimes we do some really, um, touchy feely things. How do you feel about that? And she, you know, she let me know like, this is, this is my boundary with that. I don't feel comfortable with you doing X, Y, and Z. Um, but if they do X, Y, and Z to you, that's okay with me. Um, but it's really just how I feel about you and things like that. So I think having, having the language, having those discussions and being willing to go there, you know what I'm saying? And, and just, uh, developing those boundaries and respect for one another when you're in spaces with people that you engage in those type of, um, activities with, it's just really, 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 really important. So anyway, I said all that to say those seven types of relationships and those seven way, you know, those seven different ways of giving and receiving love are interesting. I never knew that, you know, um, I just recently learned that maybe like a week or so ago when I found this information. So with all that being said, I'm going to take a quick sip and I'm going to ask you, what do you think about that? Okay. What do you think about that? Those were a lot of words, okay? What do you think about that? Boom. So let's get into, let's dive deeper into love. So um, another thing when it comes to love, right? I like to believe that if I have a, uh, if I have, if I have an intimate friendship with you or a romantic relationship with you or um, we're companions or this, that, and the third, like for me, if you're in that first ring, say there's five rings, okay? Say, you know, Sunny, say I'm the sun and there's five rings of orbit around me, okay? And the further ring, you know, the number of rings if you're in the fifth ring, you're in the furthest ring. And if you're in the first ring, you're in the closest ring. And that's the level of intimacy we'll have with each other. So we got five rings here, right? Um, I might I might have different levels of love the way the way I give and receive love to these people. Let's say six, seven, eight, nine, ten rings. The furthest ring you are, and I would say like co-workers should be on that tenth fucking ring. That's a whole nother conversation I think we should have about um, relationships is co-workers. Co-workers aren't your friends, okay? Be careful. But anyway, um, there's... So what I'm about to share really quick is just different levels of love, okay? And these are... Uh, wait, let's count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What's the, there's something up with the, the number seven right now. Seven, seven Greek words that uh, define love, and I want to get into it. Okay, so and and who's to say that? Who's to say that any of these rings would? Like I said, it's different for everybody, but I would I would imagine that love is something that's designated for people who are in the more intimate rings, like one through five and maybe six through ten that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you don't I'm not saying if you don't love somebody that you're like they're like a bad person, but there's just people that I have respect for that I don't love. You know what I'm saying? Like I respect you, don't love you if you're in six through ten, but one through five, like I got love for you to some extent, especially if you're one. If you're in the first ring of orbit around me, 
And shout out to my therapist. She gave me this ring idea. And we've been working on like identifying these things, like who who is where. And she gave me the five rings idea, but I like to extend things because there's levels to things. And, and that could be why I'm so like crazy and insane low key because uh, I like to like dig in deep and analyze every detail to things. That's, what, that's something that um, the last young lady I was involved with uh, said to me. I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. She's like, I think you like to get in the dirt of things and really seek your fingers in there and just lock in. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you got it. (laughs) But anyway, let's talk about one through five. Let's talk about the one through five rings, right? So agape, agape, if you're a Christian, you probably heard this term and use it in the Bible. So agape means unconditional love. Um, And... um, how to define agape love is the father, the fatherly love of God for humans, as well as the human reciprocal love for God. Uh, that's subjective. I think, okay, I'm just going to keep going, but, um, I think that's subjective. Like, cause people be coming for God, even me, you know what I'm saying? So, um, God, the creator, everything that's divine divinity, sense, uh, ancestors, ancestors, spirit guys. Okay. So, uh, in scripture, the transcendent agape love is the highest form of love, and it is contrasted with eros, erotic love, philia, and bro- or brotherly love. Okay, which we'll get into. So that's uh, agape love. Then we got euros. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Eros or euros. I actually talked. I talked about this these different definitions of love with my, um, with my, um, spiritual mentor. He is a Christian and he, uh, teaches Greek and he teaches Greek and Arabic. I'm trying to think he knows a few different like ancient languages Um, And so we talked about this before. So I want to say this next word correctly. Shout out to my computer, really. It's just always there for me, you know? (laughs) It's either Eros or Euros. Euros. Eros. Eros. I was close. Eros. So that's the next definition of love like in the greek sense so eros eros is romantic love and eros is a primal love that comes as a natural instinct of for most people it's a passionate love displayed through physical affection these romantic behaviors include but are not limited to kissing hugging and holding hands this love is a desire for another person's physical body and now i would say like when it comes to kissing hugging and holding hands i would definitely say like that's something that i do with my friends like i might not kiss my friends on the lips or the you know what i'm saying or on the neck you know but i've definitely kissed my friends on the cheek hugged my friends and held hands with my friends um, to show love. Um, I never really identified it as romantic, uh, but you know, the extent of it is platonic for me. 
Um, but that's a way I show affection. And then in our first conversation, we talked about our love languages in the past. I thought that my primary love language was physical touch, but as I got older, it changed. Um, but it depends on, now I know that it depends on which ring you're in. So my intimate friends, sometimes I hold hands with them or hug them, um, or kiss them on the cheek, depending on who you are, but it's not sexual or romantic, uh, like romantic in a sense that I want to be with them in a long-term relationship type way and marry them, you know? So, but also in a relationship, I had to establish that boundary. Like, Hey, I do these activities with my friends. Is that okay with you? This is not something that I will be like, my heart will be palpitating over, you know, but is that okay with you? You know, da, da, da. So then, uh, what do you think about that? And then we got the next love, which is this, uh, okay. So I'm just going to say it. It's philia. Philia, so it's spelled P-H-I-L-I-A. It's affectionate love. So philia often translate as a highest form of love. It, um, and it's one of the four ancient Greek words for, um, well, I'm not going to read the Greek words because I'm going to get into them. I'm actually naming them here. Um, so blah, blah, blah. So it is usually translated as friendship or affection. The complete opposite is called a phobia. Now, phobia, I didn't know that phobia was related to uh, Greek language. So that's interesting. So you think about transphobia, homophobia. You think about uh, arachnophobia. (laughs) I just thought about uh, fucking... Uh, currency phobia because some of the way you motherfuckers act, act like you act like you're scared of money <laughs> elevation phobia <laughs> growth phobia okay real phobia niggas is afraid to be real but anyway so that's that's interesting affectionate love is the highest form of love and i think that um that's cool going to what we're talking about it's making me think about um what I said about my friends so like friendships and the way I show affection towards my friends is a is sometimes physical um and that's like in in it says here when it comes to Greek words that's the highest form of affection or of love okay what do you think about that so this next one is is spelled similarly than uh uh similarly like philia so this one is called uh i'm gonna spell it first it says p-h-i-l-a-u-t-i-a and that is pronounced differently so i have it queued up so that i can Mm, where'd it go where'd it go i must have used one of the tabs to um look at something else because I'm like I know I'm gonna keep forgetting how to say this because it it makes me like the way that it's spelled makes me want to say something else but that's not how you say it okay I'm gonna let it play so you guys can hear it because I know I'll be I'll be massacring words the type of love I have selected is Falatia 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 so again, that's spelled P-H-I-L-A-U-T-I-A. Falatia. Falatia. And that is self-love defined as love of self. Now, stay with me with this one because I think it's really interesting. Uh, 
So it's the love of self or regard for one's own happiness or advantage, okay? Has been conceptualized both as basic human necessity or as a moral flaw akin to vanity and selfishness synonymous with a more proper <laughs> conceitedness, egotism, and narcissism. Okay? Let that sink in. Let it sink in. Narcissist. <laughs> so, in our previous talks, I've talked about how, like, I'm healing codependent and I'm, um, I do coaching. I take classes about um, healing from being a codependent and healing from being raised in a narcissistic environment. Now, is self-love important? Absolutely. But it says it's akin to vanity and selfishness. And so, the love of self and uh, self-advantage it's a, it's a slippery slope. So you got to be really careful in your journey to self-love and also engaging with people who are very self-centered. Like I said in previous conversations, there's a difference between centering yourself and being self-centered. Okay? What do you think about that? Okay? And then we got... Oh, almost... So I'm going to try my best to pronounce this. It's, it's S-T-O-R-G-E. Looks like Storg to me. Uh, familiar love. <laughs> Storg. Storg. Familiar. Okay, so it says familiar love, but in the definition it says familial love, which is what we talked about in our first conversation. So I think that's really interesting too, to use those two words together because... Your family can be really familiar, depending on if you grew up in um, the same household as them. Or there's times where you are estranged from your family and you connect to people who remind you of your brother or your sister or your cousin or your mom. You know, like I, I have I have a godmom, I have TTs, I have chosen family and things like that that give me that nurturing vibe because that's something I seek. Um, and that's something that I'm proud to say that I desire and love. You know what I'm saying? So I love the nurturing feels. I love being taken care of. Okay. So, you know, from, from familial connections can be very familiar. It's like you remind me of my insert person um, that you want to be connected to or are, you have this strong connection to. You remind me of my grandma. You remind me of my mom. You remind me of my dad, etc. You, re- you remind me of my parent grandparent, etc. Um, so it refers to natural or instinctual affection. Ooh, instinctual. Come on with it, Sonny. And then such as the love of a parent towards offspring and vice versa. In, in social psychology, another term for love between good friends is philia, which is what we just talked about. Boom. And then we got... Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm just going to jump down to this one which is mania obsessed love okay so we got obsessed love which is which mania um refers to a condition where you become obsessed with one person you think you may be in love with okay think you may be in love with you might feel the need to protect your loved one obsessively or even become controlling of them as if they were a possession so this this one makes me want to go right back up to 
infatuation. Obsession and infatuation are dangerous, okay? It's dangerous. This is why I tell people to take your fucking time. Please take your time to get to know people. Take your time to um, spend time with people, get to know people, ask the right questions. In the first conversation about relationship, I said I had to learn how to ask direct questions to get a direct answer, you know? And so, like, there's been times where I've, you know, haven't been able to connect with a person in a way that I felt um, most comfortable with because I'm not getting direct communication. That's not always a bad thing with some people. Some people just genuinely don't know what they want or what they're, what they're looking for and things like that. Um, and so like, that's something I would like to know too. Do you know what you're looking for? Do you know what you want? If you're not sure, that's okay. Maybe we should revisit or end this friendship or relationship or, uh, transform it into something else. Maybe you, um, um, when it comes to infatuation and obsession, obsession, look at, uh, uh, celebrities or motivational speakers or insert, you know, people that you look up to your favorite entrepreneur or your favorite YouTuber, your favorite public figure, people who love the presidents and shit like that, weird ass people. But, um, People who love the presidents or political figures or activists or people, you know what I'm saying? Like people who love people who can public speak or be in front of a uh, crowd, you know what I'm saying? That can easily transit, translate into obsession and infatuation, you know, like for celebrities or public figures. Somebody might possess a trait that you like or that you admire or something that you want within yourself and you become obsessed with them or that trait that they possess and you might think that you love them or you want to be with them or you, you know, you just need them or you want to possess them makes me think of like how people treat celebrities it's like yes they're in the public eye they're public figures but they're very human people and sometimes these gossip logs and celebrity uh not celebrity well people who follow celebrities or you know uh you know like there's fans who go on tour with a uh, celebrity they're not like literally on tour with them but they follow different bands to different um states because it's like i really love this band i want to support this band and I'm gonna, I'm, we're just gonna, you know, quit our jobs, give up our homes, and follow this band. You know what I'm saying? Like that can be, that can be very flattering, but also it can be very dangerous for the fans and the celebrities, um, because it's like you're you're obsessed and infatuated with what they got going on, their music or their talent or whatever. So this is why I say I think it's really important to slow down on a one-on-one basis or in relationships with friends and things like that. Especially if you do public speaking, you stand in front of people, you're in a leadership role and things like that. Be mindful and listen to what people are saying. Now, mind you, there's people who seek power for people like this. Like they prey on people who are infatuated or... Um, Uh, obsessed with other people in power because of their status or you know the infatuation or the obsession um to power you know what i'm saying like uh it might be a a a domination kink you know what i'm saying like this is why i like to put words to feelings and all these different things i like to have the language to get to the root of these things because it's like what is it exactly that you're looking for what is it exactly that you want you know like what is it exactly that you're attracted to do you are you attracted to the likeness of a 
of person? Are you attracted to the traits that this person has? Do you do you want to possess these type of traits, or do you genuinely like the qualities of this person? Do you genuinely genuinely want to build a bound um, a bond and a foundation with this person? Do you want to build a life with this person? Um, do you want to have children with this person? Like, do you want to like get married? Like, you know, like, what is it? What about it in my mind and heart about my character? You know what I'm saying? That's why I tell people like, you can say everything that you want about my outside. You can say everything that you want about what I can do it and all this and that, blah, blah. But the only way, you, one of my love languages is commenting on my character acknowledging my character the only way you'll be able to see my character is if you get to know me and you get to see my transformation how i grow and things like that and it's a very you know like as as time progressed and how i got to know myself on a deeper level um i just realized that you know like yeah like what you know words words of affirmation about my character and my work my mind the way my mind works and things like that like those aren't easy you can't just be like oh my god sonny you're so pretty and my panties get wet you know what i'm saying like okay thanks but you know like i'm gonna grow old one day i might not look like this no more you know what i'm saying like you never know like that's just so superficial to me like i'm very deep person like i said i like to get into the nitty-gritty i like to get into the the dirt seek my fingers in there and lock in and there's pros and cons to that so what you like what do you think about that how do you feel about that so obsession mania and infatuation really i mean i like to believe i know it says in my notes it says mania aka obsessive love i i you know depending on the way that you define love i don't think that being obsessed with the person is love i think it's a mental health thing that you you gotta figure out but that's just me and what i say is not law like i said so what do you think about that and last but not least like i said in our first conversation about relationship we want to connect to people and community that we can relate with like in the con like in the word it says relate relationship relationship so the definition of relationship is uh, the way in which two or more people or concepts connect in the idea of being connected so um in my mind like the people i connect with we have similar values morals hobbies interests goals etc more or less and so like what's what's a value um the regard that something is held to deserve the importance worth or usefulness of something right so that's the value what are your morals a lesson especially one concerning um, what is right or prudent that can be derived from a story a piece of information or experience what's the moral to the story what's the moral to the lesson what morals do you live by what lessons have you experienced in life that it's like okay i want to live by this this is real i really fuck with that what kind of hobbies do you have what are you interested in what the fuck is a hobby an activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure i love to dance i like to do music i like to um i like to learn I used to be really insecure about that because people made me feel insecure about it. But fuck them. If you don't like the fact that I like to learn, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I told uh, the last young lady I was in- involved with. I'm like, girl, you want to be around me? And you ha- you like, she she's like, why do we always have to have deep conversations? Motherfucker, I like to learn. I like to learn. I like to have conversations. And I like to be, like, you know, like, 
that I like stories and all these different things. Like I'm a really deep person now. Okay. Is that healthy all the time? No. And did she help me balance shit out? Absolutely. Did she help me like get out of, you know, um, my comfort zone? Totally. You know, but one of my hobbies is learning, you know, so I really like to learn. If you like to learn with me and you want to be in the first ring, well, first one through five, we're going to be learning in this bitch. But other hobbies that I have, like I said, is dancing and music. And um, I like to paint sometimes and be creative. I like to play games, do skits, make TikToks, go shopping. I like shoes, all that good stuff. And then interest, the state of wanting to know or learn something about someone. I'm interested in X, Y, and Z learning things is an interest to me so what about you what are you interested in what are your hobbies are you clear about that you know what i'm saying when you go into relationships and you're connecting with people are you clear about these things when you're going on first dates are you just going because it's like i want to get to know this person um da 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 and the end goal is sex or are you getting to know this person because it's like Hey, I want to connect with this person, build with this person, do these things. Our hobbies and interests align. We have similar morals and values and our goals align and we're going to build something. Get clear about those things. I know it takes a lot of work and it's not easy. However, when you build those foundations, it eliminates um, confusion and heartbreak. Well, it it de-escalates. It brings it, you know, to a minimum. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was telling my sister today. I was like... Uh, I don't argue with motherfuckers. I don't disagree with motherfuckers. You know, like my day-to-day is pretty peaceful unless I'm around a bunch of goofy-ass men. No, I'm just playing. I'm not going to attack men right now. At least not right now. But you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, like what is your day-to-day like? What is your self-care regimen? What are you interested in? What are you attracted to as a person? It takes a lot of soul searching, which is what we talked about in our first conversation. But here we are. In the second conversation, a year and some change later, still talking about that. There's no way, depending on what type of relationships you're seeking, there's no way that you're going to have solid foundation unless you do your work yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, So do your self-work. Get real clear about what it is that you want out of life and why you want to connect with people. Are you obsessed with them, infatuated with them? Do you like their likeness? Or do you really want to align with these people to build community, ecosystem, foundation, um, build, you know, things that will last, history, lineage, lineage, and da-da-da-da. All these things are connected. They're very interconnected. Um, and there, there, there really is no separation. Last but not least, goals. The object, uh, the, <laughs> the object of a person's ambition or effort and aim or desired result. What are your goals? This is why. So we're coming to a close in this year. Um, it's about to be 2022 um, in less than 30 days. You know what I'm saying? So some people believe in dream mapping, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Vision boards. Some people like to write down their goals, you know what I'm saying? Have a vision board party and this, that, and third. I have calendars hanging up in my house. I have, I do vision boards like from month to month. Like every few months I write, write down some goals and this, that, and the third. I really like to keep notebooks and journals around me and record my life because there's so much, so many thoughts we have in one day you know what I'm saying I'm like I gotta keep up with this and I'm less crazy because of it because I'm like damn I was thinking about this just a few, five months ago and here here's the thing about uh recording your life right I was thinking about this five months ago and it was a list of things right and one out of five of those things um I, I actually came to fruition and I followed through on you know what I'm saying so I wrote it out I got it out of my head and 
apparently one out of five of those things were the most important and they aligned with, you know, my life, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So be kind to you. Be mindful of you. Work from the inside out, not the outside in. Super hard work to do, but it's very doable. Okay, so what do you think about that? How do you feel about that? This is our second conversation about uh, relationships. Thank you for tuning in. I really love and appreciate y'all so much. You have no idea. I'm looking forward to next year. We're about to. So this month um, on Instagram, if you're on Instagram or Facebook, I posted the schedule um, of what we're going to be talking about. This relationships part two. We're going to be talking about uh uh, polyamory, group sex, and boundaries. Okay, we're gonna end off the year pretty strong. Polyamory is a conversation that you guys have requested time and time again, and in your um, Google forms as well. So, polyamory and group sex uh, and having sex with multiple people <laughs> is something that has been highly requested. So, uh, throughout this whole entire process, I've been inching away at the polyamory conversation. Um, reading different articles, books, having different conversations. Y'all know how I do. I'm gonna take good care of you. So, uh, so stay tuned. It's gonna be really good. Um, bring some friends and all that good stuff. So, like I said, thank you for tuning in. If you want to donate, please do not hesitate in this gift giving season. I'm looking to invest in an interface and, um, and podcasting um, earphones for myself and the TST team. We have some really great talks planned for the top of the year and some really great uh, activities outside of the podcasting that we're going to do if you're in the Twin Cities. And there will be virtual options too for people who are not here. So I really love and appreciate y'all. Take good care of yourselves. Do something nice for yourselves. And TTYO. Bye.